Nami. You have been called to Dranya's side for the first ever mission that she is going to provide you. I think what the camera sees is just this bright little pink ball of light <laughs> bouncing around this area of the garden, just going from flower to flower, going up to like some of the little squirrels and being like, I can't believe it is finally happening. Can you believe it's it? It's finally happening. Yes, it's finally happening. And then just zooming around in a circle and then just shooting out to where Dranya's uh, located. You twist through acres of these enormous trees and flowers, bouncing off of the petals and lily pads, zooming over the small ponds like a dragonfly, until you arrive at Dranya's oasis. In my mind, it is the only building in the garden, the only thing that looks constructed. But even then, I don't think humans stumbling upon it would necessarily think of it as a building. There are vines and trees that sort of interweave themselves as though someone knitted them together. There are large stone and grass structures, walls of ferns as though someone had planted them along the wall. And none of it is sealed. There are entrances and exits through dozens of doorways and windows. And Dranya is waiting for you there, tending to a small flower that has begun to wilt. Nami. Hello, Dranya. I'm here for my very first mission. Nami, what does Dranya look like? Oh, gosh. Uh, Dranya is, can be anything really that she wants to be, but a mm -hmm. lot of the time she's in a human-like form, except she is not like a normal human height. She is fully, fully do think Breath of the Wild, Great Fairy. She is ginormous. She has bright colored hair that is like various like colors of flowers. <laughs> I think in a curled hair sort of pattern around mm -hmm, her head, mm -hmm. sort of like in a halo shape, uh, tan skin, and just eyes that look like the leaves after the rain, just very mm. like healthy dewy. and dewy. Yes, uh, and she's got a big smile on her face. She's got great skin. Yes. <laughs> she smiles at you and stands up from this flower. And you see as she lets her fingers run across it, the flower rises with her. And she says, yes, it's a very exciting day. Yeah, I'm really excited. Why don't you come inside for some tea? Okay. She gestures you inside and you walk in. There's no difference between the ground outside and the floor in here. It's a mixture of grasses and ferns and moss grown up to maybe ankle height. You float softly above them and they kind of swish around her ankles and feet as she guides you through this place. And she leads you over to what looks to be a small white wrought iron table and chairs. They're very intricate. They are like swirled into patterns. They have little leaf designs coming off of them, but they are definitely not from the garden. This was something that was brought back seemingly from Earth. 
And she gestures for you to take one of the chairs and goes over and grabs a fine china teapot and begins to pour tea into two very, very fine white cups. The ball floats up on top of the chair. If a ball of light could be beaming even brighter, I think that is what is happening right now. Mm-hmm. I think you're literally just brighter. Yeah. You're, the whole ball is just brighter. Yeah. And as she turns back with these two little teacups in her hands, she notices that you're brighter and she smiles and says, oh, someone's excited. I'm so excited. And then she sets the tea down in front of you. Nami, we don't eat or drink here, but that's something that many people do the place you're going. Okay. This is a liquid to be consumed. Like I put it in my body? You put it in the body that you choose. (gasps) Do I get to do that right now? Huge grin from Dranya. What'll it be, Nami? Ah, Okay, so I was thinking like long pink hair and then just sort of trailing off into like a bunch of description. Mm -hmm. You know those like classic like fashion montages? Yeah. Where it's like someone walking out from a changing room and they're like all, you know, they have different outfits on, whatever. It's like that, but for Nami's appearance. (laughs) And so Dranya is like sitting on a little chase lounge outside as Nami comes out from the, you know, the quote unquote like changing room and kind of twirls. And Dranya says, yes, but what if we tried this? And then you go back, you know, and this happens a couple of times. And when we cut back to the two of you sitting at the table once again, Nami is how we know her. And Dranya is indicating with her teacup. She says, now you pick it up by this handle here. And when you lift it to your mouth, it's, it can be unexpected at first. It's a, it's a little bit hot, but... <laughs> if you take things slow, I'm sure you'll get used to it. Okay, and then I just, I take it, and then I tip it. Ooh. Oh, into, into, into your mouth, mouth, into your into mouth. Into my mouth, into my mouth. And <laughs> Nami takes a sip of the tea. Yeah, you're still talking. He's like, just <laughs> <laughs> like pours it in. <laughs> does it burn your tongue? Oh, yeah, because Nami does not know self-control at this point. Or ever. <laughs> Has Nami felt pain before? No. What is it like? It's just a stinging sensation and it startles Nami completely and she immediately puts the cup down. (laughs) And I didn't like that. You drank it slightly before it was ready for you, Nami. Oh, I have... Patience will be important. I have to wait. Patience. And then Nami sits on her hands. (laughs) Nami... The mission I have for you today, I wouldn't ask it of you if I didn't think you were the right one for it. It will be extremely challenging. This this isn't like, well, you've seen some of the others who've come back. You're not going down there to repair a relationship. Okay. You're you're going to be repairing a world. The place you're going is called Earth. It is 
somewhat like here. It, there are places of it that are evocative of this place, but there are also a myriad of strangenesses to the world of Earth. You'll see things there and think to yourself, this couldn't be real. In some ways, I suspect, at least at first, it will feel like a dream. Oh, sounds magical. Just the opposite, in fact. Oh. Nami, most people on Earth, their magical senses, well, they lack them. Or, I suppose, lack isn't quite the right word. There's nothing wrong with someone who can't do magic, but the people there, they don't need it in the same way that we do. Well, how do they grow the flowers? With their hands and much effort. Huh. <laughs> uh, okay. And they sleep. When it gets dark on Earth, people spend many hours sitting alone, or, or sometimes with one or a few others, but virtually motionless. Well, don't they get bored? <laughs> I have heard from some of my returning agents that that's one of the only times they experience magic. Wow. Well, I get to sleep? If you choose to. Okay. Nami, there is a force called fate. It is a creature or something like a creature. It has a singular focus. Laying your eyes upon it is to know that it does not waver. It revels in destruction, cruelty, and torture. If it is allowed to cross the threshold into Earth, it will circumnavigate that place until the end of time. Well, we, we can't let that happen. It seems like such a great place. No, we can't. That's why I'm sending you, Nami. You can stop it. I believe that you can. I can stop fate. Yes, you can stop fate. Okay.
A field of burning flowers stretches to the edge of the horizon. Thick, acrid black smoke twists into the air, forming its own storm cloud. Far in the distance, far enough that it might as well be a mirage, is a tree line. That is where you're aiming to find yourselves. How do you prepare for the journey across the fields? Winry starts charging towards it, calling for Billy and Nami to put up a barrier and shouts out like, we have to do this fast and we cannot waver. This is now, this is the end of everything we've been here for, all of us, even you, Nami. Nami, I would like you to roll use magic to project this barrier, and I am going to give you a plus two to this roll from Billy. If you manage to get above a 12, you can take one of the advanced magic moves here. Ooh-hoo. Okay. And I would like to be prepared to help as well, Sam, as I do have X. If, if I can do non-teleportation stuff that is magic. Amara, I think you are still struggling to find that connection with Drun. Sure. Does that, like, am I severed from weird? Because I want to feel like what I can and can't do at that point. You can do anything. I'm just going to take hard moves okay. against you when you do. Oh, okay, okay. Sure. So when you use your angel wings, I'm, like, gotcha. my thing will be I'm just going to take a hard move against you. Okay, cool. Plus two, you said? Plus two from Billy, yes. So that would be an 11. An 11, okay. So, Nami, what is your effect? Your magic works without incident. I mean, I... I guess it would be do one thing that is beyond human limitations, which is to create this barrier. Yeah, sounds good. Okay. You create this pink barrier and Billy holds out their hands and it is almost as though, I I don't think this barrier is huge. Like I think it runs up against the edges of your and Billy's hands as you both hold them out. I think it looks like a bubble. Great. Hawthorne pulls the clip out of his AK-47 and loads a new one with a click, slings it over his shoulder, preparing for whatever is to come. Amara, what do we see you doing here? I think Amara, so Amara was like kind of standing by as they were conjuring the bubble to like be prepared to help, but sees that they got as far as she feels like she could get them. And I think is going to focus on being lookout right now and like keep head on a swivel for any potential danger that would come in and call that out for everybody. Love it. I definitely think this would be read a bad situation, but yeah. keep in mind that Winry has one hold remaining of her read a bad situation. Right. Yeah, I think I think I'm gonna ask anyway, just because like right. I wanna I wanna I wanna start with finding out if there's any dangers we haven't noticed, but I'm yeah. gonna roll sharp. Sounds good. The read a bad situation. Two and a one. Two and a one, two and a one, two and a one. Excellent. <laughs> Two and a one, a two and a one. That's a two and a one for a total of three plus one is four. As two you all were preparing this bubble, this force field, your eyes were on the horizon looking forward. None of you were checking behind yourselves. Amara, a herald reaches its arm into your ball of light grabbing whatever there is to hold there, and you can feel your light flickering. You are going to take three harm from this 
Herald using its shadow strike. And that will become too harm because of the angelic armor that I think we all get. Sounds good. Something to note here, shadow strike is initially two harm. However, for every person that lost their tough ability, it goes up by one. Oh, like, like for each so of don't us. Let, I don't let Hawthorne. The stats that you have lost are gained by the heralds. Right. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Move, shouts Amara. Winry, like, basically pushes Hawthorne into the bubble, and Winry gets into the, the bubble as well. Great. Yeah, if I'm able to catch up and get into the bubble, like, break free of this thing. I'll turn back and I'll banish the one that is clinging on to Amara. So I, I beckon everyone to the bubble, and then Winry turns back, like, just before getting into the bubble herself, and takes that similar stance in the tunnel, and a pulse of pink light shoots out from her palm, and I'm going to try to banish the herald that is clinging to Amara. Great. Give me that roll. Okay, so that's a two and a three plus three is eight. So I have an eight there. Yeah, there's no no reason for me to help with that. What does it say on a seven and nine? On a seven and nine, it takes a little while for the banishing to take effect. The creature has time to make one or two actions. Amara, being so close to this thing, it opens its mouth and lets out a horrifying shriek. The way this move works, this is its other primary attack, is the closer the hunter is to the herald, the more harm they take. If you are in intimate range, you take four harm and get minus one on your next roll. If you are in close range, you take three harm. If you are in reach range, you take two harm. However, because the heralds gained weird from Winry, instead of doing two, three, four harm, that goes up to three, four, five harm. Amara, you will take five harm here if you fail an act under pressure roll. All right. Glad I kept my cool earlier, maybe. Yeah, oh my gosh. Five and a four, plus one is, uh, so it's nine plus one is 10. I have a one cool. Okay. 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 You managed to get away just in time as this thing begins to shriek. You close off however you take in sound at the mm -hmm. last moment, having seen these things do this before, you shut mm -hmm. it down and you are able to avoid this thing's shriek at you. Just for audience note here, if you had taken that five harm, that would have instantly killed you. Well, though I would have only taken four and also we'll get to that. But the shriek yes. is oh. armor piercing. Okay. Oh no! I think okay. I remember that from the last season. <laughs> mm. Dang. I'm zapping off into the bubble. Zipping off into the bubble. You successfully escape its grasp, charging down the hill. You know, I, I don't know what you, what there, are you glowing faster? Are you like becoming I instead of a circle like, or a sphere? Or are you becoming kind of an oblong shape as you, you know, <laughs> barrel down the hill? Yeah, I, I think there's a, a little bit of that effect, but also I think like almost like flickering a little bit. Like 
like a, a visual effect of like seeing someone like panting as they're like running as fast as they can. It's mm -hmm. a little bit of just like not like you know fading a little bit, blooming a little bit, but not like a pulse exactly. Yeah. Just like inconsistent light levels here. You do notice if you cast a glance back, or I don't know how your vision works, if you are able to see behind yourself here, you I do will. notice that some of that pink light that made you up has been transferred to the Herald. It obviously cannot steal your eyes, ears, nose, etc., but it can take some of your life. And you see it as that pink magic of Dranya flickers around over its skin. And then it fucking goes away. Because I banished that mm -hmm. sucker. <laughs> it disappears. The rest of you. Amara makes it down to the bubble. I need you all to roll me act under pressure. By the way, Sam, I, if this makes sense to you, I think I can be using my plus one ongoing while using my read a bad situation information. Yes, definitely. At least until like we're through the fire. Yes, for sure. Oh, and it's so sweet that I did because I rolled a seven plus two for my cool and then plus one for my, so I got great. a 10, baby. I got a 10. Hell yeah. That is, and it's active under pressure. So I got a six plus one for seven. Dar doesn't look like. I got an eight. <laughs> okay. Okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Nami and Amara. Someone is left behind. Is it you or is it someone else? Your options are yourself, Hawthorne, or Billy. Hawthorne. Okay. Nami? I, uh, Billy, I guess. Hawthorne is attempting to help Billy get across and keep up with the rest of the group. But as a reminder, Billy's ability that they lost is cool, which means they are not able to keep up with the group here. They are not able to act under pressure in order to continue running. And they start to edge out of the back of the bubble and Hawthorne stays with them. And as they leave the back of the bubble here, you see from that smoke above you, heralds. They were using the inky blackness as camouflage, and they begin to descend from the sky. Keep moving. Can we talk? Oh, can we? Yeah. It is only when you are near fate that you cannot talk. Yeah, I know. That's oh. why I, I knew that, but I was like, okay, so where we were before was near fate. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Keep moving. It's not over. We're here for this. Nami, don't lose faith. Okay. For the first time, we see Billy draw their weapon. It is a chain sword. Mm -hmm. It is almost like a like a I'm gonna I'm gonna steal something from you here, Nami. It's a razor <laughs> whip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they pull it free of nowhere and begin to twirl it at these surrounding heralds. Here's the deal. If no one takes an action to help them, they will die. Um I would like to uh, losing Hawthorne is hard because Hawthorne has been like an ally for the last few years or whatever. I think oh God, I'm trying to decide if this makes sense. Um because Billy was falling back 
I, I don't, I never again. I don't think I'm gonna let Billy die. So I'm gonna call on a move. If this can be called here, Sam, never again from the wronged. In combat, you may choose to protect someone without rolling as if you had rolled a 10 plus, but you may not Whoa. choose to suffer little harm. So I would like to keep Billy from, I, I wanna protect Billy. Billy will not take that harm. Just to read that, protect someone. You roll plus tough. On a seven plus, you protect them okay, but you'll suffer some or all of the harm they were gonna get. On a 10 plus, choose an extra. You suffer little harm, which I can't do. All impending danger is now focused on you. You inflict harm on the enemy or you hold the enemy back. So I think I'm going to hold the enemy back for now and help Billy catch up and maintain that bubble, hopefully. You're, but you're protecting Billy. No one's helping Hawthorne right now. Correct. Currently, correct. that is yeah. correct. So if I roll to protect someone and it is Hawthorne, I can do that? Yes. I'm doing that. Okay. Amara, you leap backwards, attempting to throw yourself in the way of the heralds in front of Billy as they twirl this chain whip around and lash out at the oncoming shadows. You managed to hold them back. Tell us what this looks like here, Amar. Yeah, so I, when when the axe swings, I don't think that there's really much reaction or like connection to this ball of light that Amara is, other than the fact that like the handle is kind of nearer to the ball than the blade. But it's just like, I imagine it materializes like swinging across the ground and then up. And yeah. as it comes through its target, will disappear again and reappear for the next swing. Exactly what I need, exactly what I needed, basically. Love that. It cleaves through several of these shadows, dissipating them into nothing. But there are simply so many of them, and they're descending from above you, perhaps the hardest direction to fight back against. Amara, one of them hits you with their shadow strike. You are going to take three minus one harm. Okay. I'm now at four harm, which is unstable. Nami, what did you roll? On the dice, I rolled an 11 plus tough. Mm -hmm. So 13 plus my ancient fighting arts. So 14. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nami. We're all going back to Earth, babies. <laughs> you feel Dranya reach out to you. You are blessed with her power for just an instant here, and you are going to get the effects of the advanced protect someone move. No way! So this says, on a 12+, plus, both you and the character you are protecting are unharmed and out of danger. If you are oh protecting God. a bystander, they also become your ally. So Nami, paint us this picture here. Nami, still holding the bubble up, <laughs> is going to rush towards Hawthorne with her flaming sword out. And just as a herald is coming down towards her, she just holds up the sword and just a boom of pink light comes out and scares it off, I guess, away from her first, just a moment. It, he, I mean, it doesn't just scare it off, it shreds it into pieces. And it shreds a dozen heralds who were all descending from the sky towards you. And you grab Hawthorne and pull him back towards the bubble as Amara grabs Billy, wrenching them back inside and booking it across this field of burning flowers. The rest of you have succeeded, which means you are going to get across this field and to the edge of the far forest. 
However, these heralds continue to pelt you. They are following you, and they seem to intend to follow you into the tree line beyond. What do you do? How many of them are there, Sam? Hundreds. Hmm. Welcome to the apocalypse. If one were to try to banish them using big magic, Mm -hmm. what would that require? I'll tell you exactly what it would require. Okay. Is this, do we want to do this yet? Nami, you, you, you feel Dranya strongly here. And she says, use the rest of me. You can perform big magic here. It will be a use magic roll. And if you do, you will kill Dranya. Can, is it possible that the rest of us feel that? Or is it this just for Nami? All of you hear it as though it is spoken aloud here. Except I guess Hawthorne. <laughs> that can't be right. That can't, that, that can't, that can't, that can't be right. I want to make the stakes of this extremely clear. This will not kill fate. This will mm-hmm. simply get rid of the heralds and allow you to continue into this place here. And I will not prevent you from having one last scene with Dranya. That will seal her fate, basically. Yeah, this is the this is this is making a decision about the end here. Winry is going to is going to grab Nami and whisper something into her ear. And then with tears in her eyes is going to go I'm so glad that I got to see you come back. Finish your mission for us. And like looks back to the group, kisses her fingers, and then runs out into the fire. I'm going to roll protect someone. And I'm going to use my luck point. Okay to get a 10 plus. Uh, I ended up with an eight on my roll. So I'm going to use my luck point to get a 10 plus and I am going to have all impending danger focused on me. When you look back from amongst the trees, you think to yourselves, she held out longer than you thought. William, what does it look like as we watch Winry die? She has her foil in hand and is climbing her way out of the fire by shredding the heralds piece by piece, piercing through them and climbing them up into the storm above. You see a pink glow illuminating like when lightning strikes and you can see a figure up in the clouds. And before long, that figure dissipates and becomes just light again as Winry takes her original form, shining brighter than she ever had and then gone.
Hey folks, Keeper Sam here. Thank you so much for listening to this special episode of Pest Control. Uh, This series in the garden sort of came together at the last minute after Sam's decision to go back. And I'm really, really proud of the whole entire thing. I can't wait for you to hear the rest of this episode. If you are enjoying this episode and you want to give us a little love, we would love it if you could go onto your podcast platform of choice and rate us five stars. You can do it on Spotify or an Apple Podcasts or a, a bunch of other different places. It really helps us out. We don't pay to advertise anywhere. We <laughs> simply don't have the money to do that. So this is basically the only way that people find the show other than just you directly telling them, which by the way, hey, why not do that too while you're at it? Just sort of a one-two punch of spreading one of the shows that you listen to, helping it find more of an audience. We would certainly appreciate that. If you want to find us other places, we are on Twitter, co-host, Tumblr, and Blue Sky at Pest Control Pod, and on Discord at the invite link in the episode description. Please come tell us your thoughts about the show. I would love to chat with people about what they think is going on, about their favorite moments, about their the, the revelations from the latest episode, of which there's at least one more. So please, yeah, just, just come hang out with us. It's a good time. The next episode of Pest Control comes out December 10th. I believe that is probably going to be our last episode of the year. So look forward to that. And then after that, we will see you in the new year. See you then. Nami, Amara, Hawthorne, and Billy, you make your way into the tree line, sprinting past the edges of the burning field of flowers. You notice that smoke has been kept out of here. In fact, as you Cross the tree line, you take a lung full of beautiful, crisp forest air. Somehow, Dranya has been able to keep fate from getting closer than the edge of that tree line. Sam, I would like to see if I can bloom these flowers or bloom flowers around here the way that I did almost a decade ago easily yeah i think i think this is a little bit of like kind of bouncing back and forth a little bit being like yeah yeah she's here this is farther than we've made it i think nami this space begins to look familiar you're not yet at dranya's home but it's only maybe an hour's walk the heralds are screeching behind you but they're focused on winry they don't appear to be following you. Which means you enter this tree line before they manage to turn their attention back to you and disappear out of their sight. Hawthorne is crying. And he says, you know, I, I, don't, I don't think they usually make graves in this place but um, maybe 
Nami, if you get back to Earth, maybe... Maybe dig one for her. She won't be forgotten. I can promise you that. He nods, his lips tight. We should really... I Listen, I, I feel it too, but we should probably carry on because we don't know how long that's going to last. I, I want to make the most of her sacrifice, and we didn't come all this way to, to lose now, Nami. You have to face this. Right. Amara, you're... You were always basically the second in command. You want to take the lead? Sure, I'll light the way. As Amara floats forward, glow a little bit brighter, and I think just sort of like very, very slowly, some flowers just kind of blooming along our path, if only to mark our way back if we need it. This little effect of life growing as we go forward, and for Amara's part, she is just lighting and looking out for danger, and I think, I think I feel I should read a bad situation because we were going sure. to unknown territory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a six and a one for seven plus one is eight. So I can ask one question. Are there any dangers we haven't noticed yet? The silence is not here yet, but having spent the last three years fighting fate, you know, you can feel when it is approaching. Fate is on its way here. It's coming. I, I don't know if you can all feel that, but it, it, it's, it's coming. We should, we should pick up the pace. We don't have much time. This part of the garden, Nami, is exactly how you remember it. There are still animals here, still trees waving their leaves in the canopy above. You see frogs born from lily pads and baby birds chirping from the petals of flowers above your head. There's maybe fruit sitting on the ground, just perfect and ready to eat. Not that anyone here really is interested in that. Maybe Hawthorne grabs an apple and shines it on his jeans and takes a bite. But when you get to the house, it is clear that this has taken a tremendous effort on Dranya. The house is in disarray. Walls have collapsed to the ground. The flowers here in the center have turned brown and wilted like that one you saw when you got your mission for Earth. Things are gray and there is no sign of Dranya. I'll walk into the building and look around, I suppose, trying to find any sign of her. Why don't you roll me investigate a mystery, Nami? Oh, well, Amara, why don't you roll me investigate a mystery? Yeah, I think so. A six and a two for eight plus one is nine. Nami, do you want to help me? I can help. Help me look. That's a 10. <laughs> so that's a 10 for both of you. So the 10, and I'll, I'll confer with you, Sam, on what questions you want to ask here since this is kind of our role. So what happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do? What is being concealed here? And you can also do the specific or general question. Right. Home brew rule thing. Right. 
I mean, Sam, I, I one thing I'm thinking is like, where did it go? Dranya feels like a question to ask because we expect to find her here, right? Correct. Um, I think that's probably our first question. Does that make sense? Yeah. Cool. Where did Dranya go, Sam Richardson? Dranya, you come to realize as you make your way into the house, is everywhere here. She is the air that you are breathing, the birds that are being birthed, that apple that Hawthorne took a bite out of. She has made herself into this oasis. Sam, you mentioned before that she could take any form. The form she has chosen is as much of the garden as she can maintain. Are the wrought iron table and chairs still here? Yes. Uh, I'm going to make my way over to that and sit where I had sat before and just sort of look up. I am... Um, I'm here, if you, if I did something wrong, then I'm ready for any punishment that you can give, but I don't think that's what happened. You told me to protect Earth, and even though I didn't do anything, it, it, it was protected. I am going to use the first of the hard moves from Amara's failures here, which is to say that Dranya has lost the ability to communicate with you, with any of you. Dranya, Dranya, please, I talk to her. I never got to come in here before. If I can't, she, she, she came all the way here. I need to hear something from you, please. Dranya, say something. What do we do? We die here. It's over. Good life, everyone. Sam, if I can, I'd like to use magic to observe another place or time. Hmm. Interesting. Specifically here where we are now, but a time when Dranya, maybe right after she sent me off on her mission or right before, whichever makes sense to you. I think it's right after you left. Okay. Give me the roll. 10. Nami, your vision clouds with pink fog. And when it clears, Dranya is standing, watching you go. She gives a small wave as you leave through this open hallway and return, now in a human body, into the woods, where presumably at some point, you will have your conversation with Akito. 
And when she turns back to face the current you, Nami, she is crying. Hello, Nami. You can see me? Not exactly. But I can feel you, each of my agents. Each of you is a piece of me. And so some part of what you feel, I feel too. And you have felt a lot, Nami. Tell me what dims your light. Um... I didn't do what you asked, really. These things take time. Is is this what you wanted? If I had my choice, the garden would continue forever. We would watch each other grow old and pass away. Even me, at some point. But we are not always given the choice. Sometimes we must make do with the time we have left. The garden is the thing I am proudest of doing in my life. But nothing any of us do lasts forever. So we can appreciate the time that it existed and think fondly of it and then move on. But, um, we can still save you, right? I don't know. I'll never... I'll never give up that hope. Me neither. But from what I feel through you now, it seems as though the garden's time, my time, will come. I hope when you're there, you find somewhere and someone you love as much as this place. I believe that's possible. You have known me as a god, Nami. But I am not perfect. I have never been strong enough to be alone. And I hope that I did a good enough job for all of you that you can see a path without me. If they can't, then maybe that's my job. (laughs) I did ask you to repair a world, 
I suppose. <laughs> I wish and I hope that I'm talking to an empty chair and that I'll see you soon. I'll never forget you and I want you to know that none of us will. We love you so much. And she turns and blinks away the tears and begins humming a tune to herself as she brews another cup of tea. Nami sort of comes back to her normal self her present self I should say she knew she knew this was gonna happen you talked to her didn't you She couldn't have known. Oh, she did. No, she would have warned us. She would have told us it, it something. Doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't make sense, but... You're not lying, are you? No. She couldn't have known. She couldn't Billy, have known. Billy, 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 I know, I know. I know, and I agree, and you're right, but... When we was right, it was... Why did she let so much... She didn't want it to happen this way. Then she should have done more to stop it. Why didn't you send more of us with you? It wouldn't have turned out this way if everyone came with me. No. You're right. It wouldn't have. And I'm going to use the second of my heart moves as Billy draws their weapon on you, Nami. Billy, no. Billy. And attacks. Roll act under pressure. It's a failure. Never again. In combat, you may choose to protect someone without rolling as if you had rolled a 10 plus, but you may not choose to suffer a little harm. I'm going to jump right in the way of that. All right. Amara, you are going to take four points of harm. Which option are you choosing here? So I cannot choose to suffer a little harm. I am instead going to choose uh, all impending danger is now focused on me. Uh, I, I, would, I would like to stay in the way of these attacks. How much armor do you have, Amara? Uh, one armor. So it goes to three, which hits me at seven. But I'm going to shout and use my other move, Berserk. No matter how much harm you take, you can always keep going until the current fight is over. During a fight, the Keeper cannot use harm moves on you and you cannot die. When the fight ends, all harm takes effect as normal. Wow. Wow. Holy so shit. So I just want this dance of light and chain just back and forth as Billy like sometimes is trying to hit me is trying to attack Nami but I will keep hitting it and it just like light gets dimmer and dimmer but does not go out until Billy does do you kill them I have an alternative yeah okay when Nami saved Hawthorne Hawthorne became her ally oh I think that this goes on for so long that 
Hawthorne steps in. And Hawthorne says, that's enough. That's that's fucking enough. We have lost too much already. The two of you sit the fuck down. I will if they will. I think I'll have to. Billy's bleeding from dozens of cuts, that golden ichor seeping across their skin. And they say, Hawthorne, you'll have to kill me first. She took our world from us and she doesn't deserve to live here. She doesn't deserve to be the last one to speak to Dranya alive. It's not fair. Well, it happened. It's not. Billy, it's not fair. We were here for three years. In the mud. She's been here, what, two weeks? It's not right, Billy. But it happened. And I don't understand it either. But you can feel that this is what she wanted. Right? I don't like it. It doesn't make sense, and it's not fair, and we have lost too much, but this is where we are, Billy. And if Dranya thinks Nami is the way forward, I'm not going to let that go. How do we know? How do we know she talked to Dranya? Did you see it? I didn't see it. Did you see it? She said she spoke to Dranya. She said that Dranya picked her as a way forward. I don't believe you, Nami. I think you're lying to us. I never got to see Dranya. I, do you remember what it was like before you got to meet with Dranya and get your form to trust? That, of course I fucking do. So I trusted and trusted and never got to take another form and it was fine and it was fine. And I believe in Dranya and I still do, but I've never seen her. I've never truly spoken with her. So, yes, it is trust. It is faith, if you want to call it that. But that's what I have. That is what we have in lieu of seeing her, of her being here, which she is not. My faith is broken, and she broke it. And Billy attacks, and Hawthorne jumps in the way. I'm, no. I'm not letting that happen. I'm not letting Billy kill Hawthorne. I'm protecting somebody. I don't care. I also want to add into this, like, I think this may be, if if the rest of the narrative like can satisfy this, I think this may be the last hit that Amara can take. I was thinking the same thing. And, and I would hope that between, if Nami can soothe, and also, like, Billy didn't want to hurt Hawthorne. And if Billy, you know, is to hit Amara and realize that's the only reason Hawthorne isn't dead, my hope is that that is what Billy needs. I think, yeah, then here's what happens. I think, Amara, you float into the way here a little bit quicker than Hawthorne. And that bladed whip wraps around your form. And that's it. Yeah, I think we see that sort of tighten a little bit until it's almost two separate balls that both just sort of dissipate off into our environment here. And Billy pulls the whip away and turns back towards Nami and Hawthorne steps in the way again. I'm going to use my, I'm using my soothe move for sure. Great. 
Billy. No one can understand what you or anyone who's been in the garden has been through, all right? Especially not me, okay? I understand that. But what I do understand is that the only thing that has gotten me through the last three years has been my faith that Dranya believed in me. She believes in you. She believes in all of us. And if that doesn't get you through it, she wanted us to start our own lives. You have someone here, and I point at Hawthorne, who loves you. Don't throw that away because of your anger. Will you read me the text of Sooth, Nami? Yeah. You can calm them down, blocking any panic, anger, or other negative emotions they have. This works even if the thing that freaked them out is still present, as long as your voice can be heard. The fire that was in Billy's eyes dims. And Hawthorne takes a step towards them, and then another, and then another, and wraps them in a hug. And they collapse into his arms, sobbing and wailing. Jonas, what do we see as Amara dies? I just think as that light was dissipating here, and it was it was a little bit like a bubble popping slowly, which is perhaps a bit jarring, but as this like separates into these tiny multiple little motes of light, I think they just sort of float off into our room and environment here and just sort of make the room a little bit brighter, a little bit more lively. You might be able to imagine that Amara becomes part of Dranya. The, the truth might be that Amara becomes nothing, that Amara becomes that flower that is left suspended in the air where she last was. And then that flower that was remaining that had been plucked off the tree, the yellow petals just slowly turn pink. Can I add one thing here? Of course. You were talking about those motes of light that drift off. Mm-hmm. I think we see what moat is. It is some semblance of magic left behind here. We see a little echo, you know, if this were the the HBO original series, we would see echoing the kinds of things that we see moat do with rabbit Mm -hmm. as it drifts off amongst the trees. Nami. Yes. Though she cannot speak to you, Dranya is offering you something here. Behind you, you see a portal open to Norfolk. I'm going to turn to Hawthorne and Billy, and I'm going to reach out my hand. Do you like to come with me? You can make that those graves and start a new life. I think this is a manipulate someone, Nami. Nine. 
Stay with us until she goes. All right. And I'll go and I'll sit next to them. And I'll put my hand down onto the ground, just feeling the grass there. And I'll just think to myself, I know she can't hear me necessarily, but I'll just think to myself over and over again. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We'll miss you. When we come back to Norfolk for Arc 3, Nami will have been missing for two months. Nami, when you step through onto the snowy streets of Norfolk, Billy and Hawthorne in tow, how do you feel? Like this is a new beginning. We see you take one last look through that portal and into the world of the garden. Far in the distance, you hear the screech of the heralds and the thunderous crash of trees as fate draws nearer and nearer and nearer, smelling the portal and the possibility of escape. Then, in a flash of pink, it disappears. Instead, you're staring into the foggy windows of hothouse flowers, into your own muddy, somber face, and everything beyond the portal. Fate, Dranya, and the garden itself is gone forever.